Hi, I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Everybody likes Michelle. Everybody's sweetheart. Thank you very, very much for that nice introduction. And thank you for tuning in this morning. I will be here for the next two hours to answer your lawn and garden questions. So please pick up that telephone. Give us a call. Mike Bass is screening calls, answering the phones, running the boards, making sure I'm on time, doing everything that requires intellect, and I'm answering garden questions. My part's quite easy. 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. Call right now. All lines are open. We take five lines for starters. We call one line with another line, so that takes those two out of action. We have three phone lines that we utilize, so that means you have less time on hold. That's my goal. I'm going to try to give quicker answers today. Sometimes I give too much explanation. I'll try not to do that to you, enough that it explains the situation and uh, yet uh, brief enough that you can get on about your, your activities today. Oh, it is nice outside now. Oh, so much better than it's been this week. We uh, had a family gathering last night, went to our granddaughter Lauren's dance recital, and afterwards decided we would go eat as a family. There were eight of us, and the uh, restaurant suggested, would you like to eat on our patio? We don't have seating indoors. Oh, We had blankets, we had the outdoor heaters, we had nobody around us because nobody else wanted to eat on that patio. It was cold out there. Now, if you're from Seattle or San Francisco, you say, you are wussy, Neil, and we were. But uh, it uh, was nice. It was better to be that than sweaty and steamy and hot. So welcome. We have some nice weather ahead. Let's enjoy it for gardening. Let's talk gardening today. And we begin every Sunday with a visit with Steve Huddleston. Steve is the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. And uh, Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. Kind of change of weather at the Botanic Garden as well. So that's nice. Nice day to go to the Botanic Garden. What's happening there? Well, quite a few things are blooming. Summer annuals are still being planted throughout the garden. Uh, Roses, magnolias, and oak leaf hydrangeas are still blooming beautifully. Uh, This is the month for them. Uh, The pollinator pathway, which is the planted area between the brick building and the garden center, is full of blooming native perennials. Uh, Features lots of color. Uh, This is really the best time of the year for that particular garden, so I would encourage folks to visit the pollinator pathway. That's a that's a lot of fun. I like your featured plant. Tell us about it. Well, it's one of my favorites, and this is the only time of the year that we can talk about it. Uh, this is the golden rain tree, Coelvertaria paniculata. It is blooming now by the lecture hall. We've had it there for the 28 years that I've been in the garden. And, in fact, it's really just about the only golden rain tree that we have. We might have one somewhere else, but it doesn't it doesn't have the prominence that this one does. Uh, but this is a deciduous tree. It uh, blooms late spring, early summer. It gets about 20 to 40 feet tall, 15 to 30 feet wide. It's the perfect size for a, a suburban lot, a small lot. Uh, this forms a dense, uh, rounded shape uh, with spreading branches. And then 12 to 15-inch long panicles of yellow flowers actually cover this entire tree at this time of the year. Those flowers will last for, you know, maybe a good two weeks or so. Uh, And then afterwards, papery seed pods develop. 
At first, they start out green, and then they turn to more of a parchment color and look like little Chinese lanterns that persist on the tree for the rest of the season. This is a tree that tolerates drought, heat, wind, and air pollution, and it flowers at an early age. This is a tree that is um, grown here and to the north, all the way up into the Midwest. There is another uh, rain tree, the uh, Chinese flame tree, that folks from South Texas are familiar with. It is not winter hardy in our area. It has even showier seed pods. It's grown as much for them as it is for the flowers, and it tends to bloom later in the summer. Do not get those two trees confused. The one that he is referring to that Steve is mentioning, as he said, is Colraturia paniculata. That's the one you want to look for, and look for maybe an appropriate comment, Steve. It's not very common in nurseries, is it? Not terribly, but it's a good tree, uh, just a very good tree for our area. It certainly is. What events do you have? Well, David Rogers' Big Bugs is still up through June 12th, so about you know a few more weeks for that exhibit, uh, which features 10 gargantuan insect sculptures scattered throughout the garden. The exhibit is included in the price of garden admission. And then today, our second day of the... Uh, well, of, of this weekend, uh, for Dog Days in the Garden. We had it yesterday, and then we have Dog Days in the Garden today from 8 until 6. For a howling good time, guests are invited to bring their canine family members to the garden to give them a new leash on life in a beautiful outdoor setting. Regular admission is required for humans with an additional $5 per dog. Members receive admission free admission, but must pay $5 for the dog, and then they get a complimentary bandana for that dog. Hydration stations will be available across the campus for the best doggone experience. The garden asks that guests and pets adhere to specific rules and etiquette, which are posted on the garden's website under calendar and events. All right, we're going to give the website in just a moment. Uh, I hope you have maybe 30 seconds to stay with me after we do the uh, boilerplate for the uh, Botanic Garden. I have a question uh, sure. that I think you can help me with. Uh, website is for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? That is fwbg.org. Fort Worth Botanic Garden, the initials, uh, fwbg.org, 24-hour information phone line for a recorded message. That is 817 463 4160. All right. And then the location for folks who want to drive out today and take a look around, how did they find you? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with Fort Worth, this is just a couple miles uh, west of downtown. But if you put Fort Worth Botanic Garden, you will not have any problem finding it in uh, GPS uh, uh, mapping or put Casa Manana there. And they're just south of that. Steve, I had a, a question last week that had to do with rose, uh, rosette, rose problems. And I know you have uh, quite an interest in roses because of the plantings at the uh, Fort Worth Botanic Garden. What uh, have you heard? Uh, I have had a crush of a week and, and did not do my homework that I had promised. I had 14-hour days of work. I know you've had the same kind of schedule. It must be spring. But have you heard yeah. any, uh, any revelations in the last three or four months? No, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think anything is uh, developing. It'll be huge and breaking news. It'll make uh, uh, real newspaper front pages, I think, of uh, 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 garden sections and, and uh, local sections. 
So anyway, I have a gentleman who's called back to see what I had found, and I, I haven't. By my no, opinion, I haven't either. I, I just don't mm-hmm. think there's anything out there. All right, good yeah. deal. Thank you so much. I appreciate you All always. Right. Yeah. All right. Talk to you mm-hmm. next Sunday. That uh, report sponsored by Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care. They have brought their industry from an industry of little old pickups and ladders and a chainsaw to an industry that is led by professionals, college-trained tree care specialists. And in their case, college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. They have people who specialize in oak wilt. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. They have the best in the business. And uh, they'll never say it that way on their website. We're the best. They don't pound their chest. In fact, if you if you met... Uh, 40 people off the street that were dressed uh, casually, not in a business suit, because Steve Hauser, the owner, founder, does not, I've never seen him in a business suit. I've never, ever. If you, uh, even when he makes formal presentations before city councils, if you, if you met 40 people, you would never pick him out of the crowd as being one of the most revered tree specialists in America. That's the kind of people that work there. They are beady-eyed serious about tree care. They love trees. If you want that kind of tree care for your trees, I certainly do. They're the only people who will ever touch my trees. Arborological Services, serving Dallas and Tarrant Counties, Southern Denton and Collin Counties, 866-552-7267. I'll give it again in just a moment. They have a toll-free number just to make it easier from any area code locally. That They're strictly local. Arborological Services, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and on the phone, 866-552-7267. Arborological Services. All right. Seem to be having a technical difficulty. I waited uncomfortably long. Mike, you okay? Okay. Hang on, he says. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friend. I'm Kenny Milas with Callaway's Nursery in Stonegate, Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. All right. So, thank you, Kenny, very, very much. Kenny Milas has been with Callaway's a long, long time. And I hope if you're near Stonegate and and, uh, have interest in uh, stopping by today, and you should on a day like today, I hope you'll uh, let him know that, that he was on the air this morning and that you appreciate their sponsorship. All right, let's uh, go to uh, Rodney in Grandview. First call up of the day. If he's still there, he was the one asking about the roses. Rodney, it's Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I called last week about my roses uh, turning brown, and you uh, identified possible, I think it's thrips. Okay. And I, I examined the roses. I I saw what might be those, but what I did find, and uh, these are very small, like pinhead black bugs crawling into a previously pruned branch uh, or stem, and I didn't know what those were, Um, but anyway, I did go to my local Callaway's, uh, got some spray, and sprayed Monday after calling you. 
By Wednesday, I had some of my remaining buds that actually opened up and are healthy. Good. So I wanted to give a shout out to you for a diagnosis, uh, to your sponsor for pointing me to the right product, and uh, just curious at what those little black bugs would be. I don't know in their case. I don't have any idea. A lot of insects will move into hollow spaces and take advantage of a place to be uh, to to harbor, and uh, they're not necessarily harmful. But uh, the thrips certainly are, and, and the damage you described. I had another person who was asking about rosette, and I got the two of you confused. Um, but that's, uh, that's the way thrips operate, and now you know it. You can treat a little bit earlier preventively next year and yes. even this fall, and so you can stay ahead of it next time around. All right. I just wanted to give a thank you to you and your sponsor. Well, good deal. Two for one. I appreciate your call. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. All right. You too. Bye-bye. You bet. Marie and Granberry, you'll be coming up next. Let me get a, a break out of the way. Got just a little bit behind there, and I'll catch up right now. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book, and it is the book I want to be able to hand to you and say, this is what I wanted in the first place. This is the, this is the best work that I have done in my career, uh, other than being married, raising a family, a few things like that. But professionally, this is the high watermark for me because I got to do it myself with the help of Carolyn Skye, best editor there ever was, also with Cindy Smith, best graphic designer I've ever worked with. And the three of us did this book, and Clear Visions did a beautiful job of printing it. Now, it's I have the fifth printing. The tail end of the fifth printing, I'm trying to clear them out so that I can make room to store the sixth printing. I went ahead and ordered them just to make sure I didn't get caught in a supply chain issue, but I need to get the fifth printing out of the way. There are two minor paragraphs uh, difference, and that is all, all in Chapter 1, and nothing of uh, uh, unbelievable proportion. So I would really recommend you buy now, and here is why. It will be thirty-eight ninety-five. You get it for thirty-two ninety-five, and you'll have it before the week is out. Fifth printing. It's going to be a while until you get the sixth printing. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, three hundred forty-four pages, one hundred. I'm sorry, eight hundred forty of my best photographs. Eleven chapters cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Also, the basics of uh, uh, landscaping and gardening in Texas. Also, a 48-page calendar, a permanent calendar, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. 48 pages of that. People tell me that alone pays for the calendar. All of that for $32.95, satisfaction guaranteed. Lots of charts and, and lists to help you choose the best plants. Lots of information and text and written material. This book has it all, hardback, printed in Texas, and still only thirty-two ninety-five. Now, you cannot buy this in stores or on Amazon. It has to come from my office. Uh, I will be signing and mailing by Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Uh, we're getting a lot of orders now. They're going out by the hundreds and hundreds per week. I have only a few hundred left, so don't delay. If you want that lowest price, you will order soon. You can call my office Monday through Friday in order. That's 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 
888-447-4769. But by far the better way is to order it on my website right now. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Hi, Tommy. Thank you very, very much. He is a great pastor. We will be seeing him live today, just a little bit later. So that will be nice. Uh, Sharingtheheart.org. The live stream is at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Let me uh, share with you the good news and great joy of Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Spring brings storms. Some of the biggest storms we ever have come in early summer, however. That's when we are likely to get strong rains and and uh, even hail and other things. And you need to have a good roof over your house. Good roof is just kind of one of those things you take for granted. And sometimes taking things for granted doesn't work out so well. So I would very much recommend to you that you have Wortham Brothers come out and take a look at your roof and make sure that everything is okay. They will be looking for hail damage, wind damage, and wear and tear on the roof and any other kinds of things that might be going wrong. You may find rust in the valleys. That uh, sounds like a Sounds like an old hymn, doesn't it? So you need to uh, you need to have them look. There is no cost or obligation when you have them look at your roof. They are professionals. They have been here since 1986, so that's uh, 36 years in the roofing business. 100,000 roofs installed. You know when you have a storm, how the little cardboard cards pop up up and down the street. Somebody comes in in an old pickup and just stobs in all those cards. Those are not roofing companies. Those are fly-by-night people. Be very, very warned. You don't want to do that. I'm going to recommend to you, I'm happy to stand alongside and say, these are the good people. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company did our roof, and we're mighty proud of it. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Here's the contact information. Serving the entire North Texas area. 972-562-5788. WB Roofing Dot com. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Rob from the Preston Road Store in Plano, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Rob, very, very much. Rob's been with them a long time. That's a very responsible position to have that store. That's an important one. We have two phone lines, folks, uh, line... What did you tell me it was? Three. Line three has uh, taken the day off, shall we say, in the radio business. It ain't working. 
<laughs> so we uh, use lines one and two or whatever it is. So, Marie, you're on line two. How can I help you in Granbury? Good morning, Neil. I really appreciate your show. I did buy your book, and I probably should have spent time researching it, but we're new to lawn ownership. We bought a beautiful home here mm-hmm. in Granbury, and we've got almost an acre of Bermuda grass, and I've got areas of, like, white patches within it. One of them is becoming very large, probably five feet by seven, eight feet. It's irregular. It's not, you know, square or anything, but approximately that size. And so uh, several weeks ago, we saw there were June bugs coming up, like, on our back porch, which was surprising because it seems kind of early in the year. And so I'm wondering, are are those grub, is that grub activity in our yard, or what, do you think it's something else? Well, first of all, two two quick comments. Um, the The beetles that were flying several weeks ago and the ones that are still flying are much larger than the June beetles that do the damage. They are a very small beetle. The ones that we've been seeing uh, everywhere that I've been and the ones that people have sent me photos of are two or three times the size of the ones that, that do the damage. Uh, so These I, uh, look like regular June bugs, but okay. I might be mistaken. Yeah, they, uh, it seemed early do. in the year. Well, yeah. It was, it was. I've had probably 50 uh, samples, uh, photographs sent to me with my Q&A stuff that I do for newspapers and elsewhere, and there has not been one yet that was a, a real June beetle, uh, the one that damaged well, one to the turf. <laughs> The larger okay. ones are, are other types of beetles. There are many, many kinds of beetles, and by and large, those do not eat uh, uh, turf grass roots. I wouldn't be concerned, and I have never seen uh, grub worms do the damage that you described, turn a lawn white. White is not a term I've ever heard described with, with Bermuda grass. Well, when I move the grass with my feet, like the dead grass, it's just kind of white below, um, like, Maybe it's the root. I don't know. I don't know. But so the it's not the it's not the blades. It's what's on the ground beneath. Yeah. So it's not kind the of grass whitish in color. Okay. Well, that sounds like but, mold, and and that's but that's not on the grass. That's what threw me off. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So the grass is dead uh, in those areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are diseases that will get uh, will get Bermuda grass. Um, spring dead spot uh, is is one. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to uh, identify it. You're going to need to have it cultured or do a lot of reading and see if there are some good identifiers. That's not a common problem. Is this in full sun or in shade, or is there, is there full, some in full both? Full sun. All right. Full sun. What I'm going to recommend you do, and I don't know that I have time in a one-minute break coming up to do the, the quick look, but uh, sometime in the next uh, a day or so, if you will Google this set of keywords, I would look up Bermuda grass uh, disease. I'd put university at the at the front end. Pathology, okay. pathology, Bermuda grass fungus, and see what okay. you come up with. And I'd be most especially interested in what you find from Oklahoma State, Texas A and M. Georgia and Clemson, I think, are, are the four that I have found have the best information. A lot of the Bermuda grass uh, hybridization has been done at the University of Georgia. 
And but Oklahoma State has some really good turf people, and they've, they've I've been liking what I see on theirs. I have a newscast in ten seconds. I need to hit hard, but that's where I would start, and I'll try to do that at nine o'clock at the newscast. See what I can find. Also, I got to run, okay. but Marie, I'll try to help. Folks, we'll be back after the news. One hundred years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. A murder suspect has died mysteriously in a Houston jail cell. I'm Dennis Martin from the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident in Dallas is blocking the inside lane of the ramp that runs from westbound 635 to southbound 35E. In Fort Worth, road work is blocking the exit from eastbound I-30 to Highway 287, the MLK Jr. Freeway. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast today is going to be cloudy, cooler, with scattered rain possible. High temperature, 72 degrees. Tomorrow, Monday, will be mostly cloudy, probably with scattered showers or storms. Monday's high temperature, 78. 63 degrees right now in Dallas, 61 in Fort Worth. The resident of a Houston suburb who was arrested Friday for the murder of his wife has been found dead in his Harris County jail cell. Jailers discovered Benjamin Pierce lying on the floor of his one-person cell early Saturday morning. He was rushed to a Houston hospital where he was pronounced dead. Cause of his death not immediately apparent, but the Harris County Sheriff's Office said he was confined to that cell by himself and had no contact with other inmates. A string of violent incidents in one of Dallas' most popular entertainment districts has prompted a change of venue for an upcoming rap concert. T-Pain made the announcement during the week on Twitter. I appreciate y'all for giving me a hand up and stuff like that. Uh, thank you to the mayor for stepping in and trying to reassure me, but we got to reschedule. T-Pain's concert now scheduled for June 24th at the Texas Trust CU Theater in Grand Prairie. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. And uh, to Marie from Granbury, if you will look up um, Clemson University fact sheet HGIC, HGIC, 2153 Spring Dead Spot. I think you'll see a photograph that looks like what you described exactly. I may have nailed one quickly there. And I, I didn't look to see if there were any other universities that had it. That was the top match. So uh, see what you think. I think we might have gotten that one to the quick solution. Um, tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited now. That's always fun to talk about because birds in the landscape, I was out listening to the birds as I walked Zeus the dog this morning, and the birds are just having a field day. If you have trees, and most of us do, and if you have especially trees in the neighborhood, not just your place, you're going to have birds, and the birds are wonderful. You need to make a hobby of 
of identifying your birds and drawing more birds, more species into your yard, putting up feeders and putting up bird baths and putting up hummingbird feeders, nesting boxes and all of that. Get yourself a pair of binoculars and get yourself a a bird book and start marking off the ones that you can identify. You can do all of that through Wild Birds Unlimited. They'll help you. They'll tell you what's in town right now, and they'll show you what they have to to make it uh, more enjoyable. You'll catch that enthusiasm, and you'll also be able to get all of the products you might want, all the supplies. They have the most professional approach to this. You go into most stores, and the bird feeding things are hanging on a hook in the back corner of the store, back behind the uh, tire repair kits or whatever. I, I don't know, the toothbrushes. At Wild Birds Unlimited, that's what they sell. That's what they know. That's what they love. And that's what they impart to you. Enthusiasm. I have three of their stores that sponsor me, and I couldn't be prouder. In Dallas, 5715 West Lovers Lane. That's next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. And when you go in there, if uh, if David's on duty that time, he is the owner, and he loves birds. You'll see birds out behind the store that he's he's bringing in there from the neighborhood. Ron's store, brand new store. He just moved. He's he's been at the old location for 17 years. Now the new store, 5708 Abrams. Uh, that's one block south of Northwest Highway. 5708 Abrams. And Birdie's store is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard in McKinney. They are just south of El Dorado Parkway and go a little farther south of Tom Thumb in that first shopping center. Those three stores joined together to sponsor radio broadcasts and also my electronic newsletter. It is Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. I was in seeing Jim Burton at our neighborhood Callaway's a couple of days ago. Got some beautiful plants. This is the perfect time to add lasting beauty to your landscape with shrubs from Callaway's Nursery. Come in now for the best selection and discover stunning styles and shapes and sizes that will transform the look of your backyard. Boxwoods are attractive, easy to grow in sun or shade, and they're truly more functional. They're wonderful. They thrive on regular trimming, making them excellent as geometric shapes and hedges. And they're 20% off today only at your neighborhood Callaway's location. 20% off on boxwood. Baby gem boxwoods are great in smaller areas. It grows slowly into a round, dense mound. This dense green foliage keeps its color all year, making them sparkle as border or focal point year-round. Japanese boxwoods are very versatile with their broad-leafed evergreen foliage. They can be shaped into formal hedges or can be trimmed into unique shapes of your own design. These are very popular shrubs in our area because they're low-maintenance. I grow Japanese boxwoods. And I bought mine at Callaway several years ago, and I trim them once a year and then let them grow rather free for them. And I love them that way as well. If you want to know more, talk to one of the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at any of the Callaways. Get expert gardening advice and tips. Shop locally at their community stores, including their new store on Prosper, or order online at Callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. 
Open seven days a week, it's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. News Talk 820, WBAP. FM 99.5 HD2. And WBAP.com. And finally, before we go back to our phone lines, we have a little information on eGardens, my electronic newsletter. Uh, It has uh, been for 18 years a go-to gardening reference for people. It always has been free, and it will continue to be free. And uh, I have uh, four advertisers who sponsor it, and they make it possible for it to be free to you. I hope you'll let them know that you appreciate that. Now, let me tell you about eGardens. It has five stories each week. It's weekly. Uh, It comes from my computer directly to your email. Those stories include uh, the uh, featured plant of the week. They also include uh, gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most important for you to get done in that weekend, and the Q&A section, where I answer your gardening questions. I have recently been uh, asking and encouraging people to submit questions We have had to put a limit on how many uh, questions we can take in a given week because after I took more than 100 the first week in one hour, it became obvious that it was going to be overwhelming for me. And so we we take uh, the first uh, ones that come in, and I address those. And it's worked out really well. They're varied, and they're interesting and, and very important. So, um, and it's fun to see what people are asking in other parts of the state. So take a look at eGardens and see if you don't agree that it's right up your alley. You can sign up for it at my website. That's where you do sign up for it. It's free. I'll never spam you, and I certainly won't give or sell your email address to anybody. Neil Sperry's eGardens, right where you buy my book, and uh, that's at my website, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. Click on eGardens at neilsperry.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Nathan Smith from the Mansfield Store, and now back to Neil. Mike Bass works miracles. Line 3 is working. We have three phone lines. So we go to line 4, wherever, whatever that is. Let's go to Paul in, oh, I know. We have one, two, three, four, okay, whatever. Paul in Farmer's Branch. Paul, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. I was wanting you to repeat something you said them for, but I didn't write it down. What is the chicker season when they're out there ready to attack us? And also, when is the season that you do not trim live oaks? Okay. Uh, my own personal experience has been working uh, outside at our home, and we live in Collin County. Uh, in our area, the chigger season has See, if, see how many uh, disclaimers you can count in this answer. <laughs> <laughs> how many escapes I can build into it. Uh, one thing that happens, uh, Paul, is that you have different seasons. You may have a really rainy June, for example, and that will slow things down. Uh, it, they, they quit when it gets really hot and dry, and usually that's mid-July. And, and they don't show up until it gets pretty warm, and sometimes that can be earlier than other years. This year, for example, it got really warm really early. Normally, I consider mid-May to mid-July. If it turns really warm in early May, then I'm hosing myself down with DEET then. If it has been really wet in June and things are still lush and green going into July, then I'll hose myself down longer into the summer. I don't want to have chiggers ever again in my life. Either. Yeah, yeah, you've been there. It is a, a horrible thing. 
And so... Mid-May to mid-July, okay. Yeah, mid-May to mid-July. Plus or minus. Yeah. um, The... and, and just for people who aren't aware, they are the little almost, well, they are microscopic uh, eight-legged varmints related to red spider mites, and they, they come out of tall grass and weeds uh, if you are If you've really got them. good eyes, you can see them. It's awfully hard, much harder yeah. than spider mites. But, but they will get on your, on your cuffs, your, your shoes and socks, and then they travel up your legs. And the first six hours, you're going to feel them around your ankles. Uh, as they bite and start to itch, itch doesn't begin to describe it, and then up to your knees and uh, behind your, your underwear, knees. yeah, behind your knees, and the next thing you know, they're in your armpits, and they they go in tucks of skin, and some of us have lots of like a what's the dog sharp sharpe is that the dog, uh, whatever it is, but you know lots of us have lots of tucks of skin and lots of places for chiggers. The most I've ever had at one time was 128. And that was that was too many. You're ahead of me, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the chigger deal. And as I said in giving that answer a couple of weeks ago, I prefer to spray myself with DEET than to try to treat the whole world uh, because it's just not practical to try to keep uh, a whole yard sprayed against chiggers. It's just too big out there, and they can, they can go up walls and fences and things. Um, as far as pruning oaks, uh, we're doing that uh, at a very particular time uh, to avoid the, the likelihood of spreading oak wilt into open wounds. And the accepted time, let's see, let me do the taboo time. You do not want to prune oaks in the spring. The oak wilt fungus is active in, uh, from late February, so we'll say Valentine's Day is the beginning of the taboo time. Uh, so the second half of February... March, April, May, June, early July. So once again, we pick up mid-July. And uh, so all of the spring and early summer is off limits unless there's some kind of absolute edict from the governor saying you got to prune that or the mayor and uh, or there's been an accident and there's a broken branch or something. But if you can possibly avoid pruning at that time, you do so. Uh, initially, the Forest Service told us that it would be best if we could do it between Thanksgiving and and Valentine's Day. They used those two holidays as the bookends, but then they realized that the oak wilt uh, fungus was not active in the fall after it had gotten so hot in the summer. So from mid-July until Thanksgiving, they said, well, that's, that's just as good. You can go ahead and do it then and then carry on through uh, Valentine's Day. So we had a big long time period in there that now we can do it. Of course, it'd be too hot to work out then. Oh, no, no, you're tough. Always seal any cut that's bigger than your thumb uh, with black pruning sealant when you cut oaks. Bigger than thumb, okay. Yeah. Does that apply to water oaks, too? Any oaks. Any oaks. Yeah, some are are more susceptible to oak wilt than others, some species, uh, but it's it's always a good plan. Oh, okay. Well, thank you a lot. You're welcome a lot. Thanks for calling. All right, let's see where we are. Need to take our last break of this hour, and then we'll come back to Gary in Garland, Carl in Kerrville. Speaking of the uh, uh, speaking of the Oak Wilt area, this is the fifth printing of uh, my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, this is a book that I have uh, been really happy with. 
and apparently people are because we've sold 75,000 copies so far and not one request for refund. I worked on it for a year, and I was very careful as I wrote it to make sure that it covered every aspect of outdoor gardening, lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, and that I covered every part of Texas, 254 counties, and I wanted to make sure that if it was given as a gift to anybody in any county or if one of my listeners on my statewide radio program or I write for 12 newspapers in Texas, any of them bought the book, that they would be satisfied and say, he hit it on the spot. And so I think you'll I think you'll find that to be the case. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. What you need to know to get started. Chapter two is that uh, perpetual calendar. It's good uh, uh, year after year, month after month. Each month has four pages telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month in your landscape and garden. Chapters three through eleven are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 840 photographs, 344 pages, high-quality paper, printed by Clear Visions on the north side of San Antonio, Texas, not in China, and bound by Universal Book Bindery in San Antonio, not some other state. These are all things that were important to me because I was going to call it Lone Star Gardening. I didn't want to have some other state or country identified as where it was manufactured. So that's the book. It's going to be in the sixth printing, thirty-eight ninety-five. It is thirty-two ninety-five in the fifth printing. As I try to clear out the few remaining, several hundred remaining copies of the fifth printing to make room for the sixth printing. And uh, so that's your opportunity, but you need to act right now. Two ways you can get it. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You buy it directly from my office or from my website. The website is the better way. That's neilsperry.com. But you can order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order at Neil, N-E-I-L, Sperry, S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams all right thank you very much and i'll tell you about uh, sunburst shutters right now it uh, always brings back some wonderful memories uh, when i talk about sunburst shutters because it was about 12 years ago that we invited them to our home i had been to their showroom i had seen what they uh, make i was enchanted with it my wife was enchanted with it 
and we said we need to have you come out and bring samples. And, and this actually is what I'm recommending to you. You can, you can bypass step one of our experience and go directly to step two. Have them come to your home and bring samples of these Pollywood-made shutters. Poly, P-O-L-Y, Pollywood. That's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It is incredibly energy efficient, and it makes shutters that, that feel like, gosh, they feel like a, a, a fine grand piano. They're so beautifully finished. They're either white or off-white, color fast all the way through, and uh, they're in two-and-a-half or three-and-a-half or four-and-a-half-inch louvre size. And um, that just gives them a great look. They can be custom-made to any opening in your house. When they come to your home, they will hold them up in the windows and give you the chance to see how they would look, the different louver sizes. They may help you decide which looks best in your home. And then they take the measurements and go back and make them for opening by opening by opening. Each window gets a very specific shutter. And that's what makes them different because they are custom-made, custom-fit for each opening. You say, well, Neil, the, the windows are all the same size. They're not because tape and bed work varies. This is part of the reason that sunburst shutters are the most energy-efficient shutters, the most light-blocking shutters in the world. They're just fabulous. So here's how you contact this great company of wonderful people. 214-343-2601. You give them a call. It's the old-fashioned way. Hey, I need to have some sunburst shutters. That's all you have to say. 214-343-2601. They are sunburstshutters.com. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Cindy from the Greenville Avenue Callaways in Dallas. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. All right, Cindy, thank you. Now we go to uh, Gary in Garland. Gary, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you, Neil, and thanks for taking my call. I've got um, an issue with my tomato plants. Let me uh, preface that by letting you know that they are Early Girl and Better Boy, along with Roma. Okay. So those good. are the varieties that I've those got. Good. And they're up about, they got up to about five and a half, almost six feet in height. And about 10, 12 days ago, all of a sudden, the top two feet, the leaves started uh, curling up and kind of, they've taken on a, uh, a kind of a strange appearance. Uh, they're not dead. They're still supple to the touch. Um, and the, uh, there's no sheen to them. So they're very dull in, in color. So what, what's going on? And they're curling up. Yeah, they kind of curl up along the edges of the of the leaf, and they have not set any flowers up there at all. All right, uh, this it has happened to all. However many plants you have uniformly. Um, the better boys and early girls, yes. Uh, the Roma, not so, not so much. I've got a little bit of yellowing of the leaves on. A all little right. spots on the Roma, but that's all. Are the better boys and, my, and are the better boys and early girls taller than the Romas? Yes. All right. Yeah, by about two feet. All right. And uh, how far are these from the property line? Um, they're um, 
probably about six feet. Is there any chance? Hmm? No, no chance the people next door don't take care of their yard at all. They don't do anything. So I don't think any kind of insecticide or anything like no, that. No, insecticide. Think. It would be herbicide. That sounds well, like herbicide, a, I'm that sounds like a weed killer drift of some sort. As windy as it has been, it could have drifted a hundred feet or hundred fifty feet without any okay. problem. That sounds like herbicide drift. It could even be right. herbicide left over in a tank that wasn't. Uh, in fact, it's almost impossible to wash uh, a herbicide out of a spray tank. I know when my dad was doing herbicide research for Texas A&M. Any of the hormone type uh, herbicides, 2,4-D, for example, okay. uh, had to be in dedicated uh, uh, spray tanks. It had to have a big mark on it that it was for a uh, broadleaf weed killer. Okay, and, then. And so, those tanks, that, those tanks could never be used for anything else. Go ahead. What should I do in the in the future here? Just keep watering my plants? Yeah, and, they'll probably and outgrow it. If you didn't, if you didn't directly spray really close to them. If it's just a drift, they'll probably outgrow it. You'll have a, a, a section in the stems there that will uh, have that uh, uh, that odd growth, and then you'll get normal growth back. I, I may be missing this entirely, but that certainly is what it sounds like. The up, the cupping up is uh, is unique to that. There are some diseases that will cause it, but they are ultimately rare. Broadleaf weed killer uh, damage is not ultimately rare. It's unfortunately a little too common. All right. Thanks so much for your help, Neil. Appreciate okay, you. Okay. Good luck with him. You betcha. Thank you, sir. Let me go to Carl in Kerrville. Carl, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. What can I do to help you? Hey, um, I, I'm actually in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area listening uh, to WBAP. I heard your your uh, I heard you were on, and my question is, I do live in Kerrville. It is the hill country. There's a lot of limestone. There's very little dirt. There's We got a half an inch of rain last night, which was, I think it'll bring the total up to an inch and a half for the year. Um, my question is, does your book address any any type of hill country uh, problems? I heard you talking about oak wilt. We've got a great oak wilt uh, uh, arborist down in Kerrville named Karen Rockoff. Um not a plug for her, but she's been to our house a couple of times. And, and yes, uh, when to when to prune and when to trim are, are, are great. Um, but my question is, um, I need to buy this book, or I want to buy this book for my wife. Um, she's the one who does all the gardening, uh, and she's constantly frustrated with, uh, you know, is it deer repellent? Is it uh, drought resistant? Um, is it, you know, does it need full sun or a little bit of shade or what's the deal? So I guess my question is, does your book address uh, some, any, or a few of those items? Carl, when I am, I sign, time? Carl, when I, I have only a minute before the newscast, so I'll, I'll kind of cut to the answer. I sign every book as it sells, 75,000 I have signed. And a part of the signing is to see all of the labels where they're being mailed. And there have been thousands shipped to San Antonio, to Kerrville, to uh, uh, Junction, all through the Hill Country. I spent a lot of time with my dad in Kerrville and Ingram and and uh, Junction, Mountain Home, all through the, the Hill Country, as he did poison plant research for A&M. And... 
as I say, 75000 sold, not one request for refund. I think you'll be all right, but I'll refund every penny if she doesn't feel like it hits the money for her. Well, I'll get on the website in a little bit. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Drive safely. Harry and Waxahachie, stay with me. I'll be right back. <laughs> 